0: What's up, YouTubers, thrill-seekers, small gerbils, and people named Bob? It's Mr. Palumbo, and welcome to the Professor Liberty Podcast. Today is Monday, and you know what that means. It's Motivational Monday time. Yay! I can't wait to feel judged by Mr. Palumbo. Yay! I can't wait to feel inadequate. Whoa, 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 whoa. What's with all the negativity, Negative Nancy? Well, uh, you always come across like you're talking down to us, Mr. Palumbo. Who are you? You know, in all honesty, these motivational Mondays come from a place in my heart that I truly want you to succeed. Honestly, I want you to succeed. If you are listening to this, I am not blowing smoke up your rear. I want you to succeed. I see so many young people every year at are lost. They have no one in their corner. They have no one saying, You can do it. They've got no one saying, Get up and try again. They've got no one saying, Do your best. They've got no one saying, Get up in the morning, eat breakfast, and go to school. In fact, we have a whole generation of kids where society's telling them, Do whatever you want. Uh, Anytime someone says anything negative, they don't like you. They're racist. You know, sometimes love is about saying no. And sometimes love is about telling the truth to someone. And that's what I do at this podcast. I'm going to tell you the truth. You may not like it, but I'm going to tell you the truth. And hopefully I can garner enough respect and trust from people in this audience, to know, hey, I might not like what Mr. Palumbo is saying, I might not agree with everything he's saying, but I know he's telling me the truth. Not a version of the truth, there's only one truth, okay? The sky can't be blue and the sky can't be purple at the same time, right? It's either one or the other. One is true and one is false. This is known as the law of non-contradiction. You cannot have two things claiming to be true and both be true. We live in this postmodern relativism where your truth is your truth and my truth is my truth and everything I feel is what's true. On this podcast, we do our very best to make sure we are going with facts over feelings. Boy, that was a weird intro. Well, today we're going to discuss self-reliance. Now, you remember a few weeks ago we did self-discipline. Now we're going to talk about self-reliance. Notice the similarity in these two words. They both have the word self at the beginning. Self is you. Just like you have to be disciplined, you must rely on yourself. Rely means depend. I often tell my students and most especially my daughter, that the only person that is going to care about you is you. Now, I know that sounds very cynical and negative, but there are many times in life where you are going to have to be the one to get the A on the test. You are going to have to be the one to do better at the job. You are going to have to be the one to feed the kids. No one else is going to do it. You know, as as a teacher, as an educator, there's only so much I can do for a student. And it, it's very frustrating when you're, you know, a little more mature than your student. You can see that their decision, you're old enough to know that a decision is going to have consequences down the road. But so many young kids are in the here and now, and they just don't have that foresight, that life experience. And you you plead with them, hey, make sure you get some work done. Hey, make sure you take a look at this. But you can only do so much for them. At the end of the day, the student has to want to succeed. The only person that cares about you is you. Uh, I have so many students again uh, whose parents they want them to do well. I want them to do well like I just said and sp- and parents want them to do well and they'll plead with with their with their child and they'll come into my room and they'll plead with me and there's nothing we can do. If Johnny doesn't care, there's nothing mom and dad can do about it. Now some sometimes students do this, they kind of self-sabotage their student grade because it's a way to rebel. Uh, But there's nothing that parents, you know, I've even had parents uh, cover for them, uh, lie for them, do their work for them. All these things because, again, these parents know that you got to succeed in school if you want to get some kind of a decent job. In fact, and this is why I guess in my personal life, I'm really big on telling you the truth. Because, you know, there's a lot of people out there that will lie to you and they'll kiss your butt because they know you're on a wrong path, and they want you to fail, so they'll just keep, they'll just keep stroking your ego, or they'll just say, "Hey, don't worry about it," or they're too afraid to tell you the truth that you need to change some things in your life. But remember this: the only person that is going to care about you is you. So let's unpack this statement and uh, see what we can learn. The dictionary defines self-reliance as Reliance on one's own powers and resources rather than someone else's. Man, I love that definition. Why is self-reliance so important? Parents, let me speak to you for a moment. Why do you think teaching self-reliance to your kids is important? It's important because you're not always going to be there. And as kids grow up and become adults, they need to know how to take care of themselves. If we never show children how to handle adversity, what are they going to do when adversity comes? It's going to smack them in the face. Are they just supposed to stand there and cry? Ask for help? What if help is not there? This is why we all need to learn self-reliance. Self-reliance is about survival. Going back to our definition. Think about think about like in nature, right? The mother eagle, why does the mother eagle push her chick do they call eagles chicks, baby eagles are they called chicks? I mean, I'm from california we call we call females chicks. everyone's a dude or a chick, which I've gotten in trouble uh several times for it's just it's just how we talk in California, but i I don't know well I guess a whatever a baby eagle is called a chick. If it's not, email me and correct me. I'm not above correction, but why does the mother eagle push her baby? Eagle out of the nest. I mean, the baby eagle could die, right? The baby eagle must learn how to fly because that's what eagles do. So, ladies and gentlemen, we must learn also to depend on ourselves. We must learn as children how to do the things that humans are supposed to do. And we have parents that can guide us along the way, right? We make mistakes when we're young. Hopefully there's a mature adult there to pick us up because mom and dad die, grandma and grandpa die. People leave your life and you're gonna be by yourself. And if you've never had to have self-reliance, you're not gonna get anywhere. Think about a baby chick that grows up to be an eagle and has never learned how to fly. So we must learn to depend on ourselves. Who's going to get an A on a test? You. Who's going to stay home and study instead of going out with their friends? You. Who's going to force themselves up in the morning and brush them teeth and, and eat that food before they go to school? You. Who's going to go to the store and buy food? If you're single, who's going to go to the store? Is, is the food going to magically appear in your refrigerator? No. you got to go out and get it. Who's going to cook that food? You. Yeah, well, Mr. Palumbo, I'm uh, I'm I'm trying to learn how to be a video game champion. And I have mom and dad upstairs, and they make me the food. Well, mom and dad ain't going to be there forever. When you're 40 or 50 years old and your mom and dad die, where are you going to get the food? Well, I've never had to do it. That's the problem. You know, I have nothing but respect for those single parents, those single moms out there that do it all, they don't, you know, they don't have the companion, the, the, the married companion, and they're doing it all, sometimes they got grandma, They sometimes grandpa, but these single parents that go to work, sometimes two jobs, bring home the food, cook the food, try to raise a kid, I mean, they do all the work themselves, you want to talk about self-reliance, if you have a single mom, or a single parent, and you came out halfway decent, you Need to appreciate that you had a parent that had some self reliance enough to get you to be a decent person, the decent person you are today. Uh, see, Mr. Palumbo, you told you're just so arrogant, Mr. Palumbo. Now I feel so inadequate, and I'm just going to stop listening to your podcast because you don't understand. You don't understand that I have issues in my life. Does that sound like a depressed Patrick Starr from SpongeBob SquarePants? Of course, there's many things outside of your control. That is my point, ladies and gentlemen, boys and girls. That is my entire point. Everybody on the planet has something that is out of their control, right? A mental thing, an emotional thing a financial thing, whatever your thing is, whatever you whatever you keep pointing to as the reason for your demise, this is why you have to have self-reliance. When life is, kicks you in the teeth, and we all know it will, you've got two choices. It's really up to you again, but you've got two choices. You keep moving forward or you quit. And I think in our society today, all of us just quit, or many of us just quit well i 'm never going to lose weight, so the heck with it i 'm just going to keep you know and i 'll find someone else to blame, or you know i 'm never going to be a good student, so why study i 'm never going to learn how to play an instrument, so you know and and, and, we're, and we remember we have that if you ever if you listen to that very first episode of professor Liberty, right that 's never surrender, right when we quit. We feel good a little bit because we've gotten that burden off of us. But then right after that, we feel depressed and and sad and frustrated. You guys, we're feeling that way because we're quitting. And obviously, if we have support systems in our life, life is easier, right? When I say self-reliance, that means just chart your own course and, and don't ask for help. If you have someone you can lean on, that is awesome. And lean on these people, you know. Lean on your mom, your dad, your grandma, your grandpa, your wife, your children. You know, we, we need we need battle buddies to get through this thing called life. But sometimes they're not going to be there. Is my point? American poet and writer Ralph Waldo Emerson wrote an essay called "Self Reliance" in 1841. According to Catherine Moore at PositivePsychology.com, Emerson's essay, Self-Reliance, contains Emerson's belief and perspectives on how society negatively impacts our growth. He argues strongly that self-reliance, self-trust, and individualism, amongst other things, are the way that we can avoid conformity imposed upon us. The author pulls three major examples of self-reliance as argued by Emerson. And they are, think independently, embrace your individuality, and striving towards your goal. Miss Moore goes on to say that, quote, having self-reliance is important for several reasons. The most obvious being that depending on others for help means there will be times when it's not available. Unquote. Self-reliance is also important because it, and this is again from uh, Mrs. Moore, this is all from Mrs. Moore, so I'm, I'm reading, quoting straight from her. Uh, self-reliance is also more important because it means you can solve problems and make decisions by yourself. This is crucial as we grow older and learn to live independently. Self-reliance allows you to feel happy by yourself, in yourself, and about yourself without needing to rely on others. Self-reliance involves developing self-acceptance, a very powerful thing to have. Self-reliance involves acquiring self-knowledge and practicing self-compassion. Self-reliance gives you perspective, which in turn gives you direction. Have you guys ever noticed a weird thing about life? Have you ever noticed the more you go against the grain, the more you think independently, the more you are self-reliant? Reliant, rather. It seems like society pushes back. You're weird. You're strange. I was putting, As I was putting my thoughts together for this podcast, I was reading a bumper sticker on the back of a car on my way to work, and it said, You laugh at me because I'm different, but I laugh at you because you're all the same. Why do people, especially in large groups, quickly mock and ridicule those who dare not fit in? I personally feel this is because they are, in a way, jealous of those who dare to be who they're called to be, and they don't really care what others think. And I think a lot of this mockery and this peer pressure comes from jealousy. They want to, they would like to be like that, and they are just too afraid to do it. It's easier to mock, it's easier to tear down, it's much more difficult to build up. In this world where conformity is demanded, and even more so today, Remember the words of Ralph Waldo Emerson when he said, To be yourself in a world that is constantly trying to make you something else is the greatest accomplishment. Going back to our definition of self-reliance, remember, it's reliance on one's own powers and resources rather than someone else's. Emerson makes a great point here when he writes, and this is from his essay on self-reliance, A man is relieved and happy. When he puts his heart into his work and has done his best, but when he has said or done otherwise, shall give him no peace. It is a deliverance from which there is no deliverer. In an attempt, his genius deserts him. No muse befriends him, no invention, no hope. What does this mean? I think Emerson is trying to say that self-reliance in part comes from believing in yourself, doing the best you can do with what you have now while emerson is talking about self-reliance in terms of kind of more self-affirmation and you just be yourself and going against the grain and you know embracing your uniqueness and independence i'm trying to share this morning that self-reliance is crucial for finding success in life if there is something you want in life you're going to be alone and you're going to have to achieve it remember I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to pull from Stallone here, right? Remember, what does Stallone say to his son in Over the Top? The world meets no one halfway. If you want it, Mikey, you got to take it. Remember when he gets all, you know, dramatic? You got to take it. But he's right. If there's something out there you want, you have to go get it. There's not going to be anyone else. You have to do it. Now, I'm not saying go, go everything alone, try to, you know, pull yourself up from your bootstraps. I'm not saying, you know, uh, ignore everyone and refuse help, right? I'm, obviously, I'm not saying that. If you have friends and family, that's, I mean, that's the whole point of having friends and family, right? Is to get through this life together. But the older you get, there's going to be more and more times in your life where you're not going to have someone to turn to. No, there will be no one there to help you. Google doesn't know everything. Siri will not be able to take your math test for you. And if we're being more frank, mom and dad are going to need your help someday. They're going to need your help someday, your care someday. Do you even know how to do those things? Right? We rely on our parents so much. There's going to come a time where your parents are going to need you. Are you going to be able to step up and have self-reliance? In the end, boys and girls, self-reliance is about taking care of yourself. It's not about being selfish. It's not about being, like I said, turning away everyone and charting your own path and, and being a loner. It's about being able to take care of yourself when there's no one else around. At the end of the day, the only person that is going to care about you is you. Here at Professor Liberty, we seek to educate, inspire, and restore. If you like this podcast, please give me a five-star rating on Apple Podcasts. If you'd like to email the program, it's Professor Liberty 1776 at gmail.com. Please send me your economics, government, or history questions to that email. If you're interested in looking at some of my lessons and activities, uh, please go to TeachersPayTeachers.com, and you can purchase some material there. Until next time, go throughout the land and proclaim liberty.